It's time for the drive stop for it for hour number two of the drive underway. It's fan run radio and time for your top four at four brought to you this afternoon by Knoxville smiles. Tucker, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, the University of Tennessee announced Wednesday that its men's basketball game Saturday against Alabama will be dubbed an orange out. Fans are encouraged to arrive early and wear orange Tennessee attire to Food City Center for the matchup. The last time there was an orange out of any kind against Alabama was the third Saturday of October in 2022. Is an orange out really necessary? Don't Tennessee fans generally wear orange to Tennessee games? Typically, that's the case. I think they want that solid, solid orange color for, I'm sure, for TV. Some people Question is, what do we come out wearing? Smoky the, gray or something like that. I always liked, I mean, I've said it a ton of times on the show. I, I like the smoky grays on the basketball team. Those things were, uh, those those were pretty cool. But you think they should wear the, the throwbacks with the Vols in cursive? They like the Ernie the- Bernie? Uh, they did wear those against Bama last year and won in yeah. the uh, in the creams. So, yeah, you bring those you bring those back. The Ernie Bernie. Uh, well, those aren't throwback. Ernie Bernie. I mean, those were like modeled off after something we wore in like the fifties. Oh, we, I, I mean, we know. were undefeated in those things until the FAU weren't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I was wondered if they would do an orange road uniform. In that, that would be. Kind of cool. I mean, you know, orange and red. If we came out orange, orange, and an orange out, it'd be fun. I mean, we can't do it against Bama. I think the colors are too similar. Would look are they? weird. I mean, we've. I mean, there's been home and well, they've worn both the home jerseys for uh, football in the past. Lane Kiffin yeah. wanted to bring it yeah. back, but Saban yeah, said maybe. no. It's been done before. Where are the orange? They look so good in football. Yeah, when they're both wearing their homes. Absolutely. At number two, Tennessee tackle Dane Davis has announced he will return for one final season for the Vols. Davis appeared in 26 games between the 2021 and 22 seasons and started the final two games of the 2023 regular season. The great Dane is back. One more year of Dane Davis. Good story, man. Came here as a walk-on, earned a scholarship under Pruitt. Been here about six, seven years. Something like that. <laughs> Speaking of Pruitt, you know what happened three years ago today? Cornbread. Cornbread get canned? Yes. It seems longer ago. Was this the, is this the anniversary of that god-awful press conference? Yeah. Fulmer was wearing Rudy. three jackets. I remember that day because uh, <laughs> I'd forgotten about that aspect. <laughs> He looked like he had seen a ghost. <laughs> Recruiting has been good. We're working like heck. That may be the best Jake Miller thing he does. Recruiting? Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty disheveled, wasn't he? Poor coach. He knew the gig was up. <laughs> he, had, he was in trouble, man. He knew it. Yeah. At number three, Texas coach Rodney Terry confronted several UCF players on Wednesday after his Longhorns team fell 77-71, calling out those who threw down a horns-down gesture and rubbing in the wind for being classless. I'm a big believer in you win the right way, you lose the right way, said Terry. 
I always tell my guys that whether you win or lose, you win the right way, you lose the right way, you carry yourself the right way, you don't go through the handshake line and have about six or seven guys putting the horns down. We don't do that. When you do those kinds of things, it looks very classless. That's it. He doubled down in the press conference. It's like, dude, grow a pair. So soft. (laughs) So soft, man. Yeah, I don't. They're in for a rude awakening, bro. Bless his heart when he goes to Gainesville. Nah, he won't be there long. Guy like that. (laughs) They're struggling in conference play this year. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it's what I've always said. When you give it to the next guy, it never works out. And you can capture lightning in a bottle as an interim coach. Where you get a new coach bumped, you know they they fire. Chris Beard was a notorious hard ass. You give it to his right hand man, who was the guy that kind of pat him on the back. Oh, it's okay it's and all that cop. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and you can ride that wave for a little bit, but it's a wave, and and waves fizzle out. And I think that's going to happen. I'm sure they'll hire somebody good to replace him, but he had been there a minute though, right? Because Barnes was on the same staff with Terry yeah. back when he coached there, so. He'd kind of been poking for that job. Mm -hmm. And finally, at number four, Miami tight end Cam McCormick confirmed Thursday that he'd be returning to play for the Hurricanes in 2024, his ninth season of college football. A decade of Cam McCormick. McCormick, who began his career at Oregon in 2016, missed significant portions of four different seasons due to injury which along with his redshirt year and the COVID year of 2020 allowed him to petition the NCAA for an unprecedented ninth season of eligibility. Hey, you guys want to see something wild? Go back and look at who else was in his recruiting class. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Jalen Hurts and one of the Bosa brothers. Yeah, I think Herbert. Yeah, that sounds right. So he was yeah, I mean, a freshman at Oregon in 2016. So when Butch Jones was a Hawaii 5-0. and <laughs> That this kid dude. was a freshman out there. He was a Butch duck. Jones is ass. It's incredible that this guy has been able to stay in this long. Well, what's wild is they turned down uh, to his brother, Talele, whatever. Talia. Talia. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, to his brother. Um, they turned down his hardship year. I guess they figured this guy's got no shot at the NFL and they're just going to let him play. Who cares? This is one of the guys – this is how old this dude is. He's one of the guys who was hospitalized with rhabdo. Remember Willie Taggart at Oregon? Oh, yeah, he almost killed a bunch of them, didn't he? Yeah, he was was one of the guys that was hospitalized. That's why he left Oregon. Do we think this guy is pursuing a Ph.D. or is he (laughs) teaching classes on the side? I mean, that – no, I think that everything clicks into place. I think this kid, uh, Willie Taggart, exercised these guys in a rhabdo. And, I mean, would it surprise you? I've read up on that. That that sounds awful. He's probably never the same. I'm all for guys getting a fair chance to carry out a collegiate career, five years. Every now and then, a sixth year, I think, is necessary. Can we all agree that? This is ridiculous. Nine years that's, of that's college eligibility. Far too long. I understand he's I mean, had this, three this... major, you know, season ending injuries and, and surgeries and all that, but at a certain point, don't you just have to say tough luck? Didn't work out. You're not yeah. getting a ninth year of eligibility. I mean, you know I mean, he's he's the same age as Marcus, isn't he? 
Close. How old is he? He's 20... He's got to be 27. Six. Okay. 25. Yeah, I'm close to that. Now, he's not 25. He's been in college for nine years, dude. Yeah, he's been there an entire decade. So 2016. So this guy is going to be playing his last season of college football after I have graduated from college. He started playing college football when I was a freshman in high school. Golly. He's going to be playing college, receiving NIL and AARP. Exactly. <laughs> we call that double dipping. It is. Yeah, we do. Uh, thank you, Tucker. That is the top four at four. It's brought to you by our friends over at Knoxville Smiles. It's where I go for all my dental work. And whether you're just in need of a routine dental cleaning or or if you have something a little bit more involved, you need to have a tooth pulled, removed. You need to have wisdom teeth taken out, restorative procedures, fillings, crowns, bridges, veneers. They do it all right there at their state-of-the-art West Knoxville facility on South Peters Road. I've been going there for about five years now, and I love my visits to Knoxville Smiles. They make it super comfortable. They make it super quick. They make it super easy. Check them out online at KnoxvilleSmiles.com or just give them a call at 865-539-1776 to set up your appointment and tell them Fan Run Radio sent you. Lady Vols in action tonight against Mississippi State, and there will be a familiar voice on the telecast tonight, Barry. Really? Yeah. Who is it? One Holly Warlick. Hmm. We'll be on really? the call tonight for the SEC Network as Tennessee plays Mississippi State down in Starkville. wonder how objective she'll be about the current edition of the Lady Vols or us I was not aware broadcast. That, I was not aware that she had gotten into broadcasting. I know there's a couple Lady Vols out there that have, but didn't know she was one of them. Lady Vols 10-6 and six on the year, 3-1 and one in SEC play. Mississippi State fifteen and four, two and two, in the conference. Are we ranked right now? No. Hmm. Well, good luck to them. But I, I think the you talk about the Philip Fulmer knowing the gig was up three years ago today. I think Kelly Harper. I, th- I think the gig is up for her. Probably. Yeah, but then the question becomes, are they finally going to go out and hire? Uh, I think they the best... will. Uh, I think Danny White's. You think that will return the women's program to where we all feel like it should be? Yeah, I, I, th- I think he will resist the influence of, you know, the Lady Vol fans, fan bases, people, uh, you know, from – from the the Pat Summit family, uh, I think he'll go out and do his own thing and and hire a winning coach. I really do. Think there's any way it's a dude? Sure, sure. I I, I think he'll, he'll I think he'll go out there and try and do what LSU did, which is I'm I'm going go out there and, and hire a, a big name, a hired gun. Somebody's going to come in here and win. I'm not going to worry about you know Tennessee ties or style of play or will this group of the fan base right embrace him or her I, I think he will go out there and try and hire somebody to get this i think that's his mentality man yeah 
as evidenced by the fact so. that we're winning in, in pretty much everything. I saw, you know, they released that story yesterday about revenues and increase. We're over $200 million in revenue for the first time in school history. And um, included in that was a note that Tennessee is the first team to finish, I think, to win a New Year's Bowl game, to go to the Sweet 16 in both men and women's basketball, and to go to the College World Series in softball and baseball in the same year. It makes sense. Never been done before. It's hard to do that. Hard to have that level of consistency across the board with your coaching. Banner Dan. Yeah. Well, I saw somebody from – it was earlier in the week. Uh, it was on Twitter. It was. I don't think it was SEC Mike or – it was one of those guys kind of in that, that kind of orbit that was basically uh, just spelling out Tennessee's probably the most successful athletic department in the country right now and if you stop and think about it and that's wild because it wasn't that long ago that we were the most dysfunctional that's why that guy's making like three million dollars a year or something as an ad built in races every year i'd say he's doing a pretty good job 865-546-8200 your number to get on the show this afternoon let's get to it Westchester is up first today. What's up, Westchester? Boy, it's going to suck when we have to fire Hypel and get rid of Danny, isn't it? Come on. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, let's see. What do I want to do first? Lady Balls or Morning Show? Lady Balls or Morning Show? Lady Balls. Uh, it's approximately a $570 uh, Uber ride back to Knoxville if she gets fired after the game tonight. In case anyone was wondering. So, pretty expensive. Pretty long, pretty long drive, too. Uh, Ross, I, I realize uh, you guys are, are down to a member of your show today. Well, yeah, the Vol Rumor Mill's on his honeymoon. Oh, well, I, I guess that, that that counts. I can't give him a hard time for that. Well, you could. I thought he was out. I thought he was out because the morning show didn't have a show, and he just thought he didn't have to work. <laughs> it was it was going to be really funny. I promise. Right, but, you it, know, it was it's pretty fun. good. It was pretty good. You started out cold, Westchester. You're warming up. Yeah. <laughs> Westchester well, pitching in an early nomination for the Crest Cup. <laughs> <laughs> the Crest Cup. What What was the, the other Crest name Cup. we had for it, Bear? It was the the, the winner, Wallace Award. The right? Wallace Award for the, the Wallace <laughs> Award. It, it's It's the Wallace Award, but you are awarded the Crest Cup. Ah, okay. The what Crest is the Cup Wallace is the trophy you get for the Wallace Award. Yes, yes. It's kind of like you win the Indy 500, and then you get the Borg yes. Warner Trophy. Okay, yeah. That kind of a deal. <laughs> the, the exact it, it's same thing. that, Westchester, it is that big of an accomplishment. Prestigious. What, is, what, is, what, what does one have to do to get the Wallace Award? To win the, to win the Wallace Award and be awarded the uh, Crest Cup? Yes. Most days missed with obviously patently false excuses <laughs> in one fiscal year. And we do go July to July. <laughs> and somehow get a somehow get a better job out of it, huh? Amazing how that works out. Not that there's many jobs that are better than than you know fan run radio, but you know, Trey Trey definitely bounced up. Um guys, I appreciate you guys making the making yeah, the struggle. I, yeah, I, I, hold on, hold on. I gotta interject here. Uh Trey Wallace is a really talented guy, so don't uh, don't don't take any cheap shots at my at my buddy. Come on. If I was going to take a cheap shot, you know I was taking a cheap shot. You're reaching as usual, Bear, to find a reason to to get mad at me because that's what you do. 
Now it's gotten awkward. Go on with your call. <laughs> guys, I appreciate you guys making the, the, the hike. That's a, that's a heck of a hill to walk down and back up to put on a three-hour radio show for schmucks like me and the thirty, the other 36. I, I appreciate the effort. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's a lot more than I would do. Uh, did I hear Marcus was in studio? He is. Yeah, I made the trek twice. Who, uh, y'all got a, a, a four wheel, a four wheeler you're going to pull him up the hill with or. I, I, I can walk up and down hills. Okay. Well, good for you. You're better off than I am. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can walk up and down hills. You know, you're, you're my, you're my, you're my tag team partner. I don't want to see you, I was you know, representing yourself for getting hurt. You know, I'm looking out for you're good. <laughs> if I wasn't four or five years in, I'd go rent a car and four wheel drive and, and drive you up to help myself. But you know, I'm the show's the over. That's not going to be possible. So. And uh, if you're wondering why I'm drinking, you ever tried to listen to your show without drinking? It's not that easy. Guys, uh... That call was like one of those graphs of the Great Depression or something where I guess it would be the opposite, where it's like it, it started out low and then it went up high and then it went back down again. Yeah, it struggled there at the end. Really yeah, struggled. I kind of, I kind of broke. He was, he, he had had a, as good a start as he's had in a long time. He's actually dropped a pretty funny one. He needs to take a page out of the book of Costanza and learn to go out on a high note. Yeah, when so. when he delivered that that jab at Cress, I mean, it really caught him straight in the sternum, right in the solar plexus, and he he should have just, all right, I'm up, see you tomorrow. But yeah, he, he thought that he wanted to ride the wave. And he ended up flying too close to the sun and just flamed out. Yeah. It's all right. Careful, Chris. Rusty is next. Hello, Rusty. That's it for me, boys. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) See, that's how you do it, Westchester. That's how you do it. One and done. I think that's my favorite Seinfeld bit ever is George just having – we see smiles on faces. He's just leaving. It doesn't matter what's going on or where he's at. Okay. Uh, I had I had a thought based on something you said a minute ago. I just want to get your guys' opinion, and I'm gonna step away. Why don't we just allow eligibility as long as somebody wants to go to school and the university wants to have a place for them to play sports? If a person wants to get 14 master's degree. And they never go pro. They never have the ability to go pro. Why do we limit how many years they can play college athletics? Why don't we just let them play? I mean, if somebody was played about 35, but they're going to class, they're getting a degree, um, and the university wants to invest a scholarship or even a partial or whatever, or even if they want to be a walk-on, why do we limit them? Probably because you don't want guys like me and Bear on your O-line. Well, that that wouldn't happen. It's an interesting thought, but I don't think it'll ever happen. I mean, isn't that kind of what we're doing with Vescovy? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. I'm, COVID year kids. Well, I mean, well, all these guys. Saying, I mean, and uh, it's, I, I don't it, know. It'll be interesting to see as this morphs. I mean, if this is like a true minor league to the NFL, I mean, there's guys in minor league baseball that are just career minor league players. Right. I mean, same thing. NIL, like John Fulkerson could, have, John Fulkerson could have kept playing at UT instead of going to play NIL money. I'm not saying they would have kept him and had a spot for him, but 
in theory, he could have, and why not? Why, what, if, if, if you don't waste your eligibility by going and becoming a professional, I don't see the point in, in – just because we always had limits, because we always had like you know you got four, you got five years to play four, and so we're kind of having to stick to that. Is that is that the main reason for keeping it that way? Yeah, I mean, I I just don't. It, it is an interesting thought, like Barry said. I just I don't know. It seems like a, a something they would never consider actually implementing. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Folky would still be playing here. Yeah, I mean, but like I I wouldn't hold my breath Maybe because. Not. We'd never get out of Hotel Garantano. They're not going to do anything. The NCAA is not that's going to make it any more of a where they can make a legal argument these guys are employees. Right. Well, how about in three years when the NCAA has no no governing body over college football? And college football is its own entity. Well, yeah. I mean, at some point they might look at it. We're we're headed – we're, we're headed there, right? The NCAA is not going to be involved in any college yeah. decisions by 2017. Well, I mean, we all know, yeah. I mean, it's getting ready to change. Yeah. Anyway, that just that just triggered me. I, I, it's not that I'm arguing with you. I'm just curious as to why it's why it's always even been a thing. I mean, I mean, I went to, I went to college for like 13 years. I mean, I got one degree, but I mean, it took that long. I'd like to have played ball the whole time. Anyway. Yeah, it's an interesting thought, Rusty. Appreciate the phone call. I, I think it's just always been linked to an undergraduate degree. And, you know, you, you go to – you're supposed to go for four years. Some of us took a, a little extra time, hand-raised. But, uh, you know, it's but you have a freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year. I mean, that's you have four years of high school. Uh, suppose, you're supposed to be four years of college, and that's the eligibility you get. Unless you're a tight end at Miami who's transferred, had rhabdo and three career or season-ending injuries, then you get to play for nine years, <laughs> which I find a bit absurd. But anyway, uh, let's get Joshy Boy in here next. Joshy Boy, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, man? Good to have you guys back in the studio. Good to be back. Yeah. So. uh Tech, are you going to be able to make it down to the game Saturday? Yeah, I should be able to, uh, provided this next system doesn't bring in too much. Wait, are, are we Snow. worried about bad luck, Tuck? That is true. You're like kryptonite to uh, Dalton Connect. Yeah, apparently I am, because the one home game that he conveniently goes off in, I'm not there for it. And the other three games he's had this year where he's gone for – I guess 28 or more, I w- they were all on the road, so naturally I wasn't there for any of those. So wow. um, if if he doesn't do well, uh, I might need to not show face over there for a while. Yeah. But, uh, Russ, I should be able to make it to the game Saturday. I'm supposed to go. My friend has a four-wheel drive truck. Where do you live, Joshy boy? I live in Powell. I mean, like, most most of the main roads are fine right yeah. now. They're they're clear. It's just the your neighborhood roads and stuff. Like my neighborhood, they, the road in front of my house, and like the yeah. two roads leading to uh, the main road of our neighborhood are just a sheet of ice. And it was actually more slippery today driving out than it has been the past two days. I think just because a it was melting, so there's a little bit of water on top of the ice. 
B, like so many cars are driving now that right. it's all compacted and smushed down, and it's just a sheet of ice in my neighborhood. They uh, they really didn't treat Beaver Creek at all, though. Mm. It's, uh, it's bad down there. Oh, well, register a complaint with Mark Nagy. <laughs> I might have to, but uh, so what do you think the key is going to be uh, to beating the cousin kisser Surrey, Alabama? I think the key is going to be defense. They're a good offensive team. They generally, yeah. you know, they run good stuff. Got to try and slow them down. You have to guard the three-point line. I was looking at they've taken over 500 threes already this year, which Makes is total sense. Oh. Like nobody, nobody's even close to that number yet, and they they hit a bunch. So we've got to guard the three-point line. I think that's going to be key. They do all you know those crazy picks and everything, where it's just like. Uh, when, whenever we lose to them under Oates, it seems like they've just got so many open looks from three. And so I think you just have to limit those. Right. They, uh, they don't have uh, that tall center, that, uh, that Betty Ocko anymore, do they? No, he's gone. Good. Do they like really even have an inside game? <sighs> they got that Pringle kid. Um, he was on the team last year. They moved him. He's the a kid that lineup. got hurt the other night. Uh, that would be Mark Sears, the point guard, and uh, that's that's one oh, thing wow. that could tip in Tennessee's favor a little bit. Is if he's still a little bit gimpy, that's been their biggest producer all season long. Well, he's the conference leading scorer. Exactly. So Averages, if yeah, uh, nineteen point six per game. Uh, they do have a freshman, uh, big white dude who can step out and shoot it. A Walters, bit. yeah, he's he's yeah. playing well for well, them. They, they got two big they white dudes. Two, they yeah. got him and yeah. Grant Nelson. Yeah, the Nelson is State the one transfer. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Who's he's the one that got teed up the other night? Did you see that, Mark? Or any of you guys I think see that? that? Was Nelson that got teed up. Yeah, they talk. Yeah, they do. So, uh, did you guys see uh, Rosalind Turd is pretty much one hundred percent to commit here now? I see. I've seen the crystal balls. No official yeah, announcement. The crystal ball. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Yeah, he's he's moved into Russell. Uh, believe it when I see it. Category for me. Yeah, he's gonna have to sign on the dotted line. Well, I would be more worried about it if there were any indication that he was considering anywhere else. But I haven't I haven't heard anywhere else. No, Russell, I mean Oklahoma yeah. was the other school that he was considering, and apparently their people are like, yeah, it's over. He, he's not coming here. Yeah. So. uh what do you guys think about? Uh, do you think Tennessee should go after anybody of uh, from Alabama that's transferring out? Sure, sure. I mean, uh, particularly secondary guys, and it, yeah. it's interesting. Like we, you know, you got stays, you got heard, um, you've got the DB from. Uh, well, you got a couple of DB. You got three transfer DBs that you're bringing in, and I just wonder, like, if you had known that Saban yeah. was going to hang it up and it was going to be open season on that roster. Are there guys that we've already taken that we wouldn't have taken in order to go out there? Because in my mind, it's like, yeah, I understand you probably feel pretty hyped up about the Matthews kid and Ricky Gibson and Jordan Thomas and all these guys are already on your roster. If I've got a chance to sign a five-star DB from Alabama who can come in, plug and play right away, and it pisses one of my guys off, I'm sorry. I, I'm taking the better player. Like, to, 
I don't think you want to be I, – I don't think Tennessee needs to do what Lane Kiffin is doing right now where it's just all in on this season. But you've, you you kind of need to be all in on the secondary. Like I, I w- there, there are specific spots where I would go all in on because you're going to have a prolific offense, I believe, and you better have some defensive players that can slow the other team down. Yeah. Like, wait, you like, are you saying basically that had we known earlier that, you know, all these guys at Alabama were going to suddenly become. Would you trade Jermod McCoy and, and uh, Jacoby Thomas, uh, you know, for. Caleb Downs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Two for one, right? Yeah. yeah, right now. Yeah, for sure. Well, and these other corners that are hitting the. They've got one guy who's a fresh. They've got a couple of guys. Yeah, in, in the portal who are, I mean, they went to Alabama. They've got to be great prospects, right? He doesn't sign. Yeah, to get a commit it was like the hardest thing in college football to get was a committable offer from you know where they actually really wanted you. Yeah, he doesn't sign stiff. But uh, Russ, do you care if I give out a, like a one week punishment? One week punishment for, for who? What I want to give a one week punishment out the tray. He didn't even try to get y'all to studio after he was complaining about there was no shows Monday or Tuesday. Trey was? Yeah. The caller Trey. Trey's terrible takes. Trey's terrible Tennessee, takes. Tennessee truth teller Trey. Yeah. But, oh. uh, yeah, out the door, guys, my J.J. Peterson award for uh, not playing too much on the Tennessee basketball team would have to go to uh, D.J. Jefferson. See ya. I forgot we had him. Yeah, I, I forget Lord, Tennessee did. has him for. He's always smiling though. Whenever like, we go to timeout and the team light comes yeah. out, uh, he's always got a smile on his face. He does the one fly all fly dunk, and uh, you know that's kind of all he does. I mean, if he sticks around, like we lose, who do we lose off this team? Triple J and Vescovy. I mean, those are the big two. Connect. Yeah, he probably goes pro. Connect is gone. Well, yeah, he's a grad transfer. Well, nice. Yeah, he's only got one year. Yeah. Wow. Those are three wing guys right there that you're going to have to replace. Yeah. You bump him in there. So it's like, do you, you know, do you have you you assume Dillion if he stays, he's going to carve out a role next year. You'll still have Ganey and Mayshack more than likely. Yeah, and it do you 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 elevate those guys and do you like is there anybody in the portal you like more than DJ Jefferson basically? Or does DJ just say, "You know what? I've been here 2 years. I ain't played a lick. I'm gone." I don't know. I mean, I, I just figure it's going to be like any other year, and there's no telling who's coming back, who's coming or staying. I mean, outside of the three that have exhausted their eligibility, there's a few. The guy ain't going anywhere. Quick timeout. The drive continues. More of your phone calls coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. The drive. Back here on the drive, fan run radio. Russell Smith cruising with you. 105.7 FM, 1340 AM. A lot of people have been asking about the website and the app. Those are being redeveloped to be bigger, better, and badder, stronger, more good looking, more earning potential. 
all of those things. And uh, they should be uh, people who have the app on their phone. Like there have been some people who have tried to download the app recently, and apparently you can't do that because we're switching it over. I don't know. It's a lot of technical stuff that's over my head. All I know is this. If you have the app on your phone like I do, like it, it works and you can listen. If you don't and you're trying to download it, you won't be able to until we launch the new one, which should be happening any day now. So uh, we, we will be sure to talk that up and, and let everybody know. But in the meantime, you can listen on the old app. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast. And you can listen to what us old timers refer to as terrestrial radio. 1057 FM, 1340 AM. That was bear breathing. <laughs> you right there, bear? <laughs> yeah. Just took a deep breath. Sorry. I thought I was off. I wasn't. Don't let it happen again. I'm sorry. No problem. I'm sorry. Back to the phones we go. Tennessee truth teller Trey is next. How do I always come on here after I, I, I get assaulted by, by somebody? I mean, I don't even know what I did to deserve that straight. You were a little out of line voice. yourself. You were a little out of line yourself. Uh, Tucker actually has a theory on what's happening right now. Share your uh, Trey versus the world theory. Uh, it seems like you, you've got a, uh enemy of my enemy is my friend thing going here, and uh, maybe Joshy Boy and Jamie are teaming up, Trey. It's not good. Mm. That's an unholy alliance that I just I, I don't want to go up against. Uh, you don't think you don't could fare well in a battle of wits with Jamie and Joshy Boy, the J and J boys? Well, I don't I don't I don't have a lot to go after Joshy Boy for. I mean, I think he and I uh, always seen eye to agree eye on a lot of things. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't. There's not a lot of ammunition there. I don't know that he you know drained Joe Milton's jockstrap quite like. Uh, bear or if he you know he doesn't bash barns quite like jamie so i don't if you take away my ammo what am i what am i what am i to do I don't resort to personal attacks i'm above that we generally don't condone caller on caller violence here on the drive but um i don't know you're a little out of line yourself trey that's all i'm gonna say well if you guys need a ride to the studio uh, I, I I do have access to a four wheel drive vehicle. Well, we need somebody with a plow. I, uh, we need a Mark Nagy to bring his plow down here and get this hill cleared, so that we can all come into work and be one big happy family. Yeah, we'll be okay once that happens. Yeah, all you got to do is just you know take turns peeing on it. That's what I'm doing on my driveway. Me and my dogs. We've got that thing about a quarter cleared so far. Well, we don't so, have. I've I've signed my name in the snow a couple of times this week. Oh, it's the best. That is the best part of snow that nobody tells you about. Now, now the bad part is, you know, the giant, you know, pea sickle that's forming on the back patio where I actually do pee, and my wife uh, discovered that today, and that wasn't that wasn't a good conversation. All right, can we can we move it along at this point, Trey? I mean, good grief! First, it's, it's Trey versus the world. You come in here wanting to start beef with everyone, and now you're talking about your urinary practices. Move it along, son. Guys, um, how, how uh, I guess I was, Joshy boy kind of stole my thunder because I was going to talk about the Tennessee-Alabama game because there's nothing else to talk about in the dead of winter right now. Football's entering that long, boring phase where, you know, we just we, we just live off nugs. But, I mean, I, this is it. I, I we, we have made the transition. Alabama. 
We've made the transition. I mean, this is a huge game Saturday, and then we don't have any games next week for some reason. So, like, you, you need to win this one, or we're going to have a nasty taste in our mouth next week. Yeah, that's the only thing we're going to talk about. I will say, though, I do uh, I do enjoy a trip to Rupp's Raptors, and they are, uh, they've are they got a whole thread about Dalton Connect. So, um, I think that's better than SEC Player of the Week when you get your own thread on the Kentucky message boards. And it's pretty pretty hilarious. They go all in on one of their posters who just got out of prison, who have been in there for five years. Um, you know, they were, they were pretty critical on him not being up to date on Kentucky basketball. It's critical. As they're uh... – What's more fun right now, Rupp's Rafters or Bama Online? Bama Online. I haven't made without it. Without a doubt. Roll down tide. Yeah, are they still in full meltdown mode? Oh, yeah, man. And they are – I mean, it, when it gets funny, guys, is, is you'll see tweets, and it's it's people like you, Trey, and DR, and some of the other Twitter guys that will go and dig out – you know, they were all happy as hell when they're getting Jamison Williams and Jermaine Burton and Toa Toe and, and they're singing a different tune now. Yeah, I'm getting I'm 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 getting on there right now and they uh they are not happy at all. But I mean guys, it's, it's it had to come to an end and I don't and I don't know what they expected to happen. I mean DeBoer's unproven. And if these guys can get more money elsewhere, they're going to be gone. I mean, I don't. I, I guess they were delusional that the that the you know dynasty would just keep rolling. But I mean, if it, if I'm an Alabama you know player looking for the the Nick Saban treatment, I'm going to play for Kirby Smart. I mean, that's 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 the new Alabama. So if yeah. you, if you want it, if you want to take it to the NFL, that's that's where you go. Oh, they can't. They can't have very. They can only put eleven guys on the field at a time, and so you know, I, I think there's always going to be guys. Just like there have been guys from Alabama that that couldn't get on the field there, and then they go elsewhere, and now you're going to have even more of a logjam of talent of the the top of the top, the elite of the elite at Georgia, and they can't play them all. And you you got to be wise about picking those guys off when you can. Yeah, and and how much is it, guys? Of of you know, there's this this theory that they develop people so much better than everyone else. But if you're getting all of the top prospects, of course you're going to send more people to the NFL. So I don't know that they develop people any better. It's just more or less that if you're probably a, a you know like a three year starter at Georgia, you're probably going to the NFL because in that three year time frame, you've been the best person mm-hmm. that they could get at that position. I, I think the other thing, guys, I think this is part, you know, and I realize you know, the guy is 72 and he's he's done more than anybody else, but I think it, it definitely the changing landscape to where guys weren't going to come in there and sit for two and three years before they saw the field. Two years, definitely. I mean, they're just not. And money's been a big equalizer and everything being kind of above board. So... I think that plays into it too. I mean, we see it here in in we see it here in football, but basketball especially, right? I mean, how many guys have we had here in the last three or four years that were pretty good players? They've gone elsewhere and become pretty good players, but they just 
They didn't see the path to immediate playing time. It's the conversation we're having with DeLeon and DJ Jefferson right now. Like I, In the olden days, those guys would, would come here and they might not play until their junior or senior year, but they would play eventually and they'd be pretty good. This this you know this day and age they're not they're just not waiting around. No, long. kids are wanting to get on the floor early. Yeah, and guys, on on, on the way out, um, Hojo has to be the absolute dumbest caller I have ever heard. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous the stupidity that's going oh, on in that little oh. mind of his. See you guys. Absolutely ridiculous. He did have a pretty bad call yesterday. Wow. He also wow. had a rough one earlier this morning, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, he, he does, but man, no need to be mean. So Trey is – Bear doesn't like it when people are mean. Trey is beefing with – Jamie? I've lost count now. Jamie, Jamie? Joshy Boy, and Polish Joe. Joshy Boy. The three. He's been pretty rude to Bear lately, too. I mean, he's yeah. just lashing out wildly in all directions. I know he said something mean about my friend Bear when he came on. So, you know. What are you, whoa, 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 whoa. He's an angry whoa. little elf. Whoa. I'd, I'd had to step away for just a minute at the beginning of his call. What did he say? Uh, he said something about you and Joe Milton's jockstrap once again. I was surprised you did, you let that slide. Now it makes uh, sense. I, obviously, Marcus, I wasn't listening or his call would have ended there. But, you know, I will deal with Trey accordingly when I return to the station. He's I don't know, man. Opening too many fronts on his on his private war. I mean, he's gone to war with everybody, Russell. Yeah. I mean, uh, Marcus, has he done anything to you? Uh, he disagreed with my cereal soup take, but that's okay. about it. Yeah. Well, he he and I have not feuded in quite some time. But I will, uh, I I what he, was it Jamie called you back in the summer when <laughs> Russell's gone? Relax, little fella. Or back a few. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> Uh, quick timeout the drive <laughs> continues back to wrap up uh hour number two right after this the, the drive, drive. want me to do it do it you <laughs> Oh, Back here on the drive, it's Fan Run Radio. Marcus Young cruising with us today. Tucker Harlan Bear doing the thing on a Thursday afternoon edition of the show. 865-546-8200. Jeff says, ninth year for bro in Miami. Dude's almost eligible for life alert. Ooh. You know, that thing around his neck, he gets tackled and he could call. Press the button. I've fallen and I can't get up. You'd be lining up. Here comes uh, tight end in motion. He's, his walker is stuck in the grass right there. It's no good. Pre-game meal of mushy oatmeal and prunes. <laughs> Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero. Your number to get on the show. Let's talk to Phil. Good afternoon, Phil. You're on the drive. Why is that, David? Hey, Philly. Doing always, huh? Doing well. How are you, sir? Sound like you got a lot of uh, collar. There's collar going on here lately. 
you hate to see it, Phil. Uh, we generally think of ourselves we as don't one, encourage it. one big happy family here. Violence is not the way. Um, personal insults generally not tolerated here on the show. But um, some people, uh, I attribute Trey's sudden inclination to violence. Just the whole Barnes thing, like he's worried how it's going to turn out. He's trying to enjoy the ride, but in the back of his mind, he's worried what's going to happen in postseason, and he's taking some of that frustration out on other people. If I could psychoanalyze him for just a minute. Hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, this Alabama game, uh, it'd be nice to be in two years in a row in Knoxville. I don't think that's happened much lately. No, I mean, they've. They've been a, a nemesis in basketball through the years for Tennessee, and um, this is a big one, Phil. I, I'm fired. This, this is the first truly big home game. We didn't get to have that atmosphere for Florida. Um, Illinois was fun, but I, I think this is going to be a different level Saturday. Well, hopefully, they can get twenty thousand plus in there with the. I don't know how the road situation on base already. I mean, the I've been on campus a little bit. Like it's thawing out pretty good yeah. over there right now. The issue is we've got this other thing coming tonight. <sighs> Hopefully that doesn't freeze everything back over. Why don't the city of Nashville get over there and take care of that road that goes down to that radio station? Our radio station is an important part of communicating in this country. I mean, we were told we were an essential industry. Exactly. During, during oh, yeah. During the pandemic, we were, remember? We got those yeah. pieces of paper. Somebody's got to play the uh, emergency alerts. Well, I know they haven't done any salt or uh, uh, sand or uh, scraping on, in this area, which they used to do. I guess they don't have the uh, uh, equipment to do it now, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm obviously not an expert but they've done a fantastic job on on the main roads the main roads the main are road, clear yeah, they did a good job yeah so I, I wish they could get back into the neighborhoods a little more the uh kid in shoes so it looks like it's going to happen in any day now well i mean we've been saying that for Wait, a week and a half exactly well hopefully it will i think it and will. talk about alabama defensive backs i take any one of them because they know how to play it already and uh martinez would screw them over when they get over here trying to teach them something else so you would take the players from alabama under the condition that they disregard whatever coaching willie martinez provides for them exactly <laughs> <laughs> look at all the ones we had here uh they got burnt when they were at ut and then go to nfl and they, they play a lot better uh football I know it, man. It's good frustrating. point, Russ. They keep getting – they're getting better, though, man. They're getting better. The numbers show they're getting better, Phil. <laughs> this rate, we might have a competent defense in about 10 years. Have y'all talked about Nate Oates putting his hands on uh, that Missouri basketball player? Yes. Yeah, you know what? I'm thinking about this, and I try and I try and call it right down the middle. Trying to – I don't think it's that big a deal. I really don't. You don't? No. Well, Tony Vitale put his hands on the referee and got suspended three games. So what's the dang difference? Yeah, Russ. Well, I mean, 
I, I guess the difference is if I, you know, it's a, it's a ref as opposed to play. Like if you put your hands on a ref, I, I th- say he probably would have gotten suspended. So that, that's the the big obvious difference. But the other thing, I mean, like, our, you know, we we love Tony. He's an honorary member of the drive. He was a little out of line himself. He came out a little hot. He uh, he called. He used some profanity towards Jeffrey Macius. Not that it was out of line, but it I'm might have been a little out of, out of line. line. You're out of line right now. Going against Tony V? No, I'm just saying. Like, he came out there all fired up. Dude was on Missouri's bench or on Alabama's bench running his mouth to one of his players, and he just sort of said, like, you go on to your huddle. We're going on. I don't think there's anything to it. Roll uh, Todd Russell. Wow. I think it's a no-no for a, a coach to put his hands on an opposing player. Under only time I would be afforded if there's a fight breaking out and then – and he, he's keeping the players from uh, fighting each other. I didn't see no fight escalating there, did you? There's a lot of mouthing going on. No. No. And, I mean, that stuff happens in games and practices and stuff. And, like, I, I know it's not the best look. I just didn't think it was the end of the world. That kind of – like, the stuff that Nate Oates – the way he handled the entire Brandon Miller situation last year it was, like, so much a bigger deal than what happened the other night. Phil, we're out of time. Anything else? Yeah, but pros going to SEC. Oh, too. get out of here, Phil. Get out of here with that nonsense. It's a joke. Joke! Stay with us. Hour number three of The Drive coming up. The Drive. White Claws. T-